welcome to Client Ship's Customer Experience Superheroes podcast series. This is a series designed to unearth the superpowers that we feel are essential for customer experience practitioners and professionals the world over to master. By doing so, they'll be able to excel, ensuring that the customer experience delivered improves not only the customers, but employees, communities and society at large's experience to arrive at better outcomes. In our previous series, we have looked at such topics as customer journey mapping, the value of it. We've looked at the importance of trust. We've mystery shopped with Citizen M. And we've spent some time looking at the changing behaviours in humans caused by COVID. So we are now moving on to our third series, and in this first episode, we catch up with Helen Burt from Limetropy, a recognised voice of the customer platform. Helen is going to talk to us not about that particular aspect, but by about a very interesting initiative that Limetropy found itself to be involved in since lockdown. I caught up with Helen a few days ago. Welcome Helen Burt, Business Development Director for Limetropy and also um, originator of the Customer Experience World Games. Thank you for having me. You're very, very welcome. Look, I'm delighted to catch up with you. I've been wanting to, meaning to get you on our podcast series ever since I saw um, the launch of something rather special, the Customer Experience World Games. So what on earth is going on? You may well ask. Um, <laughs> The Customer Experience World Games is an idea that was kind of bubbling away in the background um, with us, something we talked about internally, about bringing the community together and creating an event where CX professionals from around the world could work together. And then COVID-19 came along Mm -hmm. and everybody went into lockdown. And we assumed that quite a lot of uh, jobbing consultants and CX professionals might be working from home and need a way to connect with each other. Um, we ourselves were due to go to a big CX and UX event at London Excel before it was turned into a hospital, and we were left not doing that and without those networking opportunities. So right. we thought, why not? We'll, we'll give it a go, mm-hmm. and we'll pop out an advert for the CX World Games. We are running it on an app. Mm-hmm. Uh, so iTogether is um, uh, an employee engagement app in, in, the normal, in its normal operation. We use it to bring together distributed teams. So, for example, it's used for one of our clients, Aeromexico, who use it for their ground and air crew and pilots to communicate with each other, share ideas, uh, highlight where there are customer experiences that are not going right. Those ideas are centrally collated and then used to improve their customer experience. So we had this app and we had the idea uh, and we popped a quick ad on LinkedIn thinking we might get 30 people. 30 people, six teams of five, We'll, we'll have a little go, we'll post some challenges uh, and we'll do some good. The idea was to collect the, the CX professionals together for a bit of pro bono work, really. Yeah. They would contribute uh, ideas towards challenges for organisations who were perhaps charities or social organisations who didn't have the resources for a, a big customer experience team or to employ a customer experience consultant and we might solve some challenges that they had uh, was the initial idea and then obviously with lockdown, challenges became even greater potentially we pop this advert out and mm-hmm. we now have 147 cx professionals from all five continents 
of the world playing together to solve these challenges. It's wow. been absolutely incredible. That's fabulous. So we'll look back and kind of go, what did you do during the lockdown? And actually, you made a difference. I mean, so so you got these, these but I guess you've obviously re- reached out to anyone in particular. Is there any names in there that we might know? Yeah, I'm sure you would. Um, so we've got a couple of business part- partners that we work with who mm-hmm. are taking part in the judging. So yep. Ian Williams, I think I saw him in your shed. Yes, uh, uh, Ian shed has, yeah, yeah, from Jericho Consulting. Yeah, we know Ian. Um, and then you've, uh, we're also working with Manuela Pifani, who does quite a lot of chairing of the CX um, conferences, and she's won lots she of awards. She is well. a serial award winner, you'll find, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then obviously, we, we, we had to have the one and only CX rock star, James Dodkins. Excellent. And what role's he got? So he's captaining one of our teams. So, okay. uh, team, team rock stars, funnily enough. Oh, of course, um, of course. And his adversary. Uh, of course, had to be the CX punk, Adrian Swinscoe. Ah, yes. So him, him, the the author, Adrian. Yes. Yes, that's Excellent. him. Yeah. Okay, so these sound interesting. So you've got punks and rock stars. Tell me the rest of the teams in. Who else have you got? So we've got um, ambassadors led by Jonathan Daniels, who um, runs the the CX uh, group in Brussels. Yep. Yep. He so he's he's got a fabulous. Uh, he does the kind of a global perspective uh, webinar. So so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one, um, and then we've also got uh, Shane Goldberg ah. uh, running a team who are mostly based down under, but also has a, a couple from the US. And I think that's okay. that's a team that's he he's built himself. What are they called? Accelerators. The accelerators, like um, what is it? Uh, Alan Sugar's uh, The Apprentice, isn't it? It's kind of the names, and they're brilliant. <laughs> I think it. Did has you been give them? Did you give them the names? No, no, they chose themselves. They chose themselves. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't think it was like that first board meeting where you sit down and try and think of a brand name, but <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't involved. Um, and then we've got Team Wow, who are a South American team, okay. and they are being captained by um, Carlos Espinosa. Ah, yes, now I know Carlos, of course. So, yeah, excellent. Absolutely. So, so they're predominantly. I guess there's a time zone thing here, isn't there? Really, is it? There is, and initially when we were expecting our 30 players we were going to pop them all in teams by continent and that was going to be nice and easy but actually we had lots of people join and one of the the key uh, aims of the project was to bring communities together and we thought yeah. you know what if we if we only mix people from the same continent they they probably know each other already so you know you've, South mi- you've mixed it up a bit more then have you yeah so we've mixed them up so um i know that um joanna carr is in the team wow uh, so yeah, we, we've mixed them up quite okay. a lot. Okay. So sorry, I'll switch in your flow there. So you've got the accelerators, the ambassadors. If I get this right, punks, wow team, and the rock stars. At least one left. So we've got uh, the CX hedonists. Oh, the hedonists. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, there is a reason. Uh, so their captain is Heidi Stone, mm-hmm. um, whose specialism um, is well-being in yeah. CX. Yeah. Yeah. So I've worked with. I've had the pleasure of working with Heidi before. In a, in a utility capacity and I know she's done a lot of great work in the uh, hospitality industry as well so we've got a really nice balance of team captains judges and players we've got a fantastic range of players client side agency uh, independent consultants you know huge ranges right so so uh, it sounds as if you know from a from the, the objective of bringing a community together you've really achieved that you've got a community there it shows 
the strength and the, and the, and the, the love within the CX community. So these people are coming together on their own time, doing it because they feel it's important to make a difference. Because the teams are quite large, yeah. uh, pe- people can dip in and dip out as, as they right. see fit. We, we've certainly had a couple of people say, look, yeah, I've got a client job on this week. But, you know, for the most part, they're, they're coming together as groups so and they're get, working together on those challenges. You can get involved as much or as, as little as you want. Yeah, and absolutely. Is, and have you got any sort of media coverage out of it? I mean, is there any... Yeah, um, we've been very, very lucky that uh, Chris Ward from My Customer yeah. has allowed us to cover it. Uh, within his uh, publication and also he's um, got involved in the judging as well Brilliant. Uh, which is fantastic to have a separate view it's a quite a dynamic view then so you've got so professional consultancies you've got editors yep. who else is on your judging panel um, so there's a couple of people I haven't mentioned Chris Byram who has a, a background in financial services consulting for yep. CX um, and then also Professor Dr Phil Klaus um, so oh, from an education and development point of view, yeah. you know, really nice range. Yeah, great. So this is a great network of proper CX um, superheroes, I would say. Uh, I think most I of those, in fact, we're talking to, to Phil about um, uh, how different, or as it turns out, not different it is to uh, run customer experience programs for high net worth and billionaires. Excellent. Right. So we've got our teams. You told uh-huh. us it's, it's on an app. And this has started already. So how long have you been going for? How long has the game been live? It has been live since the beginning of May. So what we three weeks in now. Okay. And what have you done so uh, far? So we've had two challenges. The plan was always to do five challenges. Right. Um, each challenge would be set by, as I say, a charity or a social organisation. Um, we've, we've cast the net a bit wider, actually, because of the volume of people we've got and because of the huge impact that COVID-19 has had on the CX community as a whole, mm-hmm. uh, we've got that wider, so we're looking at commercial challenges as well. Uh, so the first challenge yep. was uh, in aid of the Superheroes Foundation. Okay, um, tell our listeners more about uh, the good work that they do. The Superheroes Foundation was started by a guy called Jamie McDonald, yep. uh, otherwise known as Adventure Man. Yes. So he's done some crazy scunts, you know, walking for miles. Uh, going around the world doing all sorts of things uh, for charity yeah and he's brought that experience back and what he's doing now is supporting families to raise funds for charitable causes so Mm -hmm. in in our particular instance he was planning a huge charity campaign for a little boy called Dylan Mm -hmm. who's six um, and has cancer Mm -hmm. and his mum was going to do a challenge where she walked 25 miles around her local parks. Yeah. Uh, and that was due to happen uh, on the 9th of May, which um, was yeah. Dylan's yeah. birthday. Right. Which it couldn't happen then, could it? Absolutely not. Yeah. So Jamie was a bit stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, he did us a fantastic video, which if you have time to go and watch it, you really should. Sure. Uh, he said he was out of ideas you know he's a professional fundraiser that is his job now he, and he's out of ideas didn't he win pride of britain last year or something like that he did he did that's right yeah so yeah. i mean he, he's, he's not he's not an average fundraiser i mean this this kid knows what he's doing doesn't he so he's Absolutely. out of ideas and he's come to you guys so 
he we we approached him actually in, in this first instance because we were looking for challenges and we'd come across his charity and thought you know he he's going to be stuck so um he found this particular case um of jess who's mum and dylan who's a little boy um and said can you help me can yeah. you get the teams to think of ways in which i can create a fundraising experience um within the rigors of lockdown um so we've set the challenges to the the captains the captains gather their teams together challenges have been about seven days ish to allow for teams to be able to get together and then prepare a response the response is pretty pretty short you know two two or three pages of a4 to kind of sketch out what what the strategy is and how they plan to deliver it yeah they submitted them all to us and then we we send them to the judges the judges have a look um, and they've got a scorecard they've got a structure around which they need to um, score these ideas and then we gather them in and we add up the points so it's a sort of first to fifth ranking ranking system gather points on that basis and the, the highest points wins the first challenge right so um you, you completed your first challenge i guess so the teams are, are left pretty lawless are they they just come together get their ideas shape them and submit them before the deadline and, and that's it there's no intervention from you guys needed they're just getting on with it so your ideas have come in now um you've, you've obviously said you finished your round one so did you get a winner? We certainly did, yeah. So, so, so who, is, who, is, who won that? So uh, the ambassadors ah. came up trumps on, on the first chance. It was so close. There was a point in it between the ambassadors and the punks. And actually, we'd seen some fantastic uh, banter on social media. <laughs> that That's good. So what was the um, uh, ambassador's idea? Are you able to share that at all? I can, yeah. Um, the ideas obviously needed to replace the... the fundraising uh, opportunities that Jess would have had if she'd yeah. been walking out the local parks. And the winning idea uh, was to do with Pokemon. I understand that Dylan's very into it. Uh, so Jess had to do some Pokemon-based uh, challenges. Right. Okay. And these are things that she doesn't have to go into the park to do, she can do from home. Absolutely, yeah. There's probably a high in, high online engagement piece there, I, I would imagine. So, yeah, there uh, absolutely is. I, right. I, I believe they have a pokemon go challenge thing which you have to do with your mobile phone and go and find pokemons around the around the world or something and then there was a community element as well to get other people involved with getting excellent. involved in the challenge excellent so that's gone off to to i mean do you just send that off to to jamie he just gets he just gets the winners one does he or how does it work no actually what we did was to send him all the ideas because right. whilst uh, ian and manuelo and chris and uh Phil Klaus and Chris Ward are fantastic judges from a CX community point of view. We thought we'd send Jamie all the ideas and then he could share them with Jess, who, by the way, is a, a single mum of three boys at home by herself during lockdown yeah. and also taking Dylan or to his hospital appointment. So she was in the best position to judge what was going to be the best for her. Um, awesome. idea. Awesome. Excellent. So, so that was your first. We've just had entries in for the second okay. challenge. And the next one will start on Monday the 25th. You don't know what your answers look like for your second challenge, but can you give us an idea of, I mean, the first one sounds like it was more, you know, experiential than customer experience. Yeah. But what's the second one? Is that the similar thing or is it a different requirement? No, it's quite different. So looking at a different aspect aspect of customer experience. So um, this was for a startup, actually, we heard of it through one of the players. So yep. uh, a lady called Jill Mansfield, who's based in Canada, 
um, is working with a collective of people to put together some technology which will aid the process of moving from lockdown back into life uh, I wouldn't say normal life because I, where it's going next sure. but um, and the idea they've had is to use artificial intelligence to provide advice and support to keep kids and parents safe during the process of, of re-entering normal okay. life but what they wanted was some guidance on voice of the customer okay so much more age. classic CX space yeah Absolutely. How do they gauge um, how their customers are reacting to their to their both their environment and the product as well? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. as they journey from from lockdown back into normal life, what does that journey look like, and what kind of support do they need along the way? Right. Okay. Excellent. So, this startup, modern using te- uh, AI technology, and kind of um, what what are, what is the require so the requirement of the players on this one? Because I guess it's not like you've not got a company that's existing. It's quite a lot of unknowns. So is it just a, a hypothetical VOC or, or is it quite specific to this particular requirement? I think it had to be quite specific to yeah. this requirement. Yeah. So um, because this is something very new yeah, um, and something that nobody's done before, it needed to understand all the nuances of who the audience were, what the touch points were going to be, what the customer journey looked like. Um, so they did have to think in some detail about how a customer was going to progress through this process and how they were going to keep in touch with them along that journey. Sounds great. I mean, it sounds like a first one was a charitable cause and this is a social cause. I guess you must be really pleased with the sorts of challenges that you've picked up along the way. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're overwhelmed. You said you've had some, some kind of healthy banter or something. What sort of feedback are you getting from the players on, online? Are they sort of finding the, cha- the, you know, the challenges tough or are they kind of really getting into them? Yeah, I mean, I think the challenges aren't easy. No, um, these are good. I mean, I guess you've got yeah. good people, haven't you? Professionals in there. Yeah. They should be able to cope uh, with these. They, they are professionals in there. But the the idea was that they were supposed to be challenges. It wasn't a trick. It wasn't a commercial operation from our point of view. You know, we're sponsoring it. But other than that, it was a genuine social enterprise. Yeah. Uh, and they are genuine problems that need to be solved. Yeah. So we have had some feedback that, you know, these are quite hard. Um, <laughs> also, had we've had a, uh, some fantastic feedback to say how much people are enjoying getting to know people across the globe, how much they're enjoying part of being part of the community, how they feel stretched as a result of um, the challenges they're undertaking. Uh, one really nice piece of feedback, actually, that we had from um, a lady called Cat Hounsel. She wrote a really lovely blog, which said that the egos had been left behind level playing for when she was talking to her team all ideas were welcome it was a really nice brainstorming session that they had which was really great feedback because i wondered that i mean I, I didn't want to raise it but i was slightly worried that you'd have you know kind of a bit of jostling a bit of prospecting that sort of thing i mean ha- how have you made sure or is it just naturally not happened i think a bit of both it was something we thought of up front um and we put together a, a document called the spirit of the games which was very clear that uh this wasn't an opportunity to sell you know it should be taken in the spirit of uh, the games that were planned um and not used as a, a foothold for anything else and as far as i know that's going really well people yeah. really enjoy it. excellent excellent well i mean this is this is an incredible achievement i think this is fabulous this is what you kind of hope when it happens when a community comes together they see the value of i mean you've got that many people and they're all putting a couple of hours in each i mean that's a a good amount of resource going into thinking about challenges that i guess the groups of people 
don't know how to fix so um, it's an incredibly worthy piece of work to be to be involved in. I mean how do you feel personally about being involved how is it making you feel oh it makes me feel on top of the world great um, yeah. particularly during this time it, mm-hmm. it would be very easy to sit at home coping the children don't come upstairs in the next <laughs> conference call you know checking that I've got time to fit everything in it would it would be very easy uh, to be down but actually this has really buoyed me up it's fantastic to have all the feedback to be in touch with all these people and um, to really feel part of something special has been fantastic and, and I guess really at the end of the day if, if just one of those challenges leads to a better outcome then it was all worthwhile but it, it sounds to me as if you've already achieved that by people feel engaged, people, as you say, talking to people they didn't normally talk to, having a kind of a positive distraction. What what I must say is um, I've been seeing an awful lot of um, this is how the future will look like. This is how customer experience is going to change. Here's your new rule book, um, the new world order. And you kind of think to yourself, do we know what that looks like, really? And what's very pleasing is you've, you've not, you're, not in, you're not playing in that space. You're playing in the how can we help you well not even help but you know what can we do what can we do together i guess whilst you set it up i guess there's a lot in of trust because you're giving it over to other people to use and they're not abusing it so it recognizes that the human nature is to try and make things better it's a hugely positive thing and you know we're calling them games but actually when it's a little boy or a a community of people it's not really a game is it um we've had some fantastic feedback from jess and I probably didn't ought to tell you this, uh, but she is potentially going to be taking one of the ideas forward. We hope to have wow. some news on that yeah. in the very near future. That's brilliant. That is, well, that is brilliant. That makes it all worthwhile, doesn't it? Well, I mean, for, for me, I think, you, you know, you can clearly put yourself in the category of a CX superhero. I mean, when, when the chips are down, you know, kind of, I've, I've had a look at the different ways in which organisations have been responding and there is at the far end there is the contribute with a capital C and I, I've clearly put you in that category you know you're there helping the community the community I guess you can't do the ideas on your own you need the community but you're making it fun you're actually bringing the concept of an experience in and that allows then the difference to happen so you know to be congratulated it's brilliant news I, yeah, I'm. I'm not going to take the credit for any of this at all. I think the superhero has to be the customer experience world games community. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess without them, it doesn't exist. It's just an idea, no. isn't it? So it's all down to them coming together. You work within a community. You see good, bad, and indifferent. And what you've seen here is is good rising up. So you know, congratulations for for giving them the platform to to achieve that. Awesome. Well, look, I think we should check back in with you perhaps in a couple of months. You know, kind of just to see how things progressed, see how it all ended up, find out who yeah. won, and just find out kind of what make a difference ended up looking like. So, um, thank you so much for sharing the story so far, Helen. It's just inspiring. So, thank you for doing that. And um, very welcome. Can I ask you one thing, Christopher? Yes. Would you be able to ask mm-hmm. if any of the rest of the community have any challenges that they would like to put to us? Yeah, uh, I think we've, I think we've got one space at the end. Okay. Yep. Okay. Squeeze in one extra challenge. All so right. if if there's anybody, um, and and it does ha- seem to have 
does need to have some common purpose but um yeah it'd be great if anybody's got any connections no worries. Like wonderful all right Helen. well i'm going to sign off there so thank you so much for your time good luck with the rest of the games um <laughs> enjoy and uh, continue the good work thanks very much for having me chris bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.